You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Final Beaver Studios, it's the Roman Podcast, Quarantine Edition, episode of Babillion, I think at this point. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. You're close. It's Roman Podcast, episode 257. <laughs> Feels oh, like no. a billion. Roman, yeah, yeah, our episode 257, but I mean, yes. quarantine episode, I, I oh. think we've gone into the fourth quadrant here, all right? So we're in the fourth edition. So. Are we almost a year about talking? We have to be close to, like, oh, yeah. wasn't that a year ago at this time? People were like, Hey, there's a there's a flu going around. Someone touched my monkey and I don't feel well. Yeah, yes. that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Someone ate a bat and I. Uh. <laughs> so, um, a couple things this week. Um, what's going on? Anybody die this week? I hate to say it that way, but. Uh, well, I had uh, we had our uh, our virtual like usually I have my my you know my actors union union right SAG Canada with Actra. So we had our actor awards last night, but for the first time, it was all done online. Oh wow! Yeah, and so the awards are handed out. It's pretty cool. Uh, the only difference is, is that they just hand out the awards. They give a couple of speeches. They talk to previous winners, and you know, lasts about an hour, just yeah. like the regular ceremony does. But usually, we're all dressed up and we're at a fancy party and we're we're dancing the rest of the night. Not so much this time. No, no, no. right. So. Uh, yeah, it was a. Uh, it's always the in memoriam section that gets me. Okay. So, do you remember? Um, like, there's certain actors you remember from your youth. My youth, yes. Yeah. So, remember Captain Power. Captain Power, like they had Earth? the toys that would interact with the strobing lights on the TV. Oh God, I don't. I'm not Anyways, sure. Anyways, the, the guy played the bad guy. Uh, okay. You've seen him in like a million shows, and if you're Canadian, you've probably seen him. I, I thought it was in Little Hobo, but I didn't find his. Uh, Everybody was in. I think I was in a little Sobo. And he was like <laughs> in so many things. Did a lot of voice work. Uh, you, uh, all the cartoons you grew up with, he did a lot of voices. Okay. Anyways, um, this actor passed away. Like Hammy Hamster and that like stuff, the Canadian uh, stuff. Yeah, well, was, yeah, mostly. Well, the stuff that went out to the U.S. that was actually done here, like all the X Men stuff. Oh, stuff okay, was, okay. No, I thought you were talking about Canadian. Yeah, made. Okay. Like, uh, um, what's his name there? Magnus. Um, the uh, Mag- Magneto. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He voiced Magneto for a long time, and the X-Men okay. like he so you you know his work, um, right? And uh, excuse me, I'm just faulting his name right now, but that's okay. Um, and then it, I'm just the point is is that there was another lady that used to kind of she was a little different. <laughs> Artists are always different, so I, I no judgment here, but she would go like she would go like we'd have these um, uh, our conferences and we'd have different classes and stuff, and she would she would just go in, the, in random classes and just start drawing people. Okay. Then she would hand you a picture, but it was very abstract, right? And it was like she was like, "Here, I drew you," and then she would <laughs> run away to a different room or something. She was, and when you'd have a conversation with her, it was always a different conversation. All right. So, right. but anyways, everybody gets to be who they are, you know. No judgment, but uh, yeah, you know, when I saw in the memorial that she had passed away uh, almost a year ago. Oh wow! Yeah, it's just like people that you just you're so used to seeing, and you're like, oh. That person's gone. Oh, that person's gone. Yeah. You know, obviously Christopher Christopher Plummer. Yeah. You know, and and and, and the rest. But it's uh, yeah, it's always it's always a, a tough section. I've had a, quite a few of my friends show up on that board 
you know, that you don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but but again, have- it's, it's, but at least you have the relationships. I'm the worst when I meet people in the theater world or, or, you know, like I was doing that Stratford theater down South there and, and I see people and I'm like, Oh, what's their name? And I know their name, but I'm like, I don't want to say you're Crabtree's dad from Murdoch mysteries episode. Whatever. It's just like, Oh, I just feel like, I don't, you never want to approach somebody with That's because we don't have a star system in Canada, but we're building one. Right. Right. And so. Clearly so, we are. Like we're, <laughs> this is ground yeah, zero. <laughs> but yeah, like we have all these TV shows that people are well known as like Ed Murdoch Mysteries and Frankie Drake uh, Mysteries, all those private eyes. And then you're like, oh, you're that lady from private eyes or you're that lady from this show. or the, And it's because, but if you go to Britain. They have a star system. Yeah. They know who the stars are. You go to any, yeah. but we don't have one here because we were so used to being every other country and yeah. every other. So we would blend in. So now with shows like Kim Convenience, Shits Creek, Letter Kenny, yeah. Trailer Park Boys, um, and quite a few other series, we're putting our stamp down saying this, this is, this is what Canadian TV is. Yeah. So we want to start. So we're building. So our new president is uh, David Gale. He's, he's he's building. He's like we want to establish president it. of the Actors Guild, the Canadian yeah, okay. yeah, president of the Actors Guild, and he's the first president of the uh, former LGBTQ president, right? Of you know the section of Actra who's now become the president of oh, the nice. entire union itself. And I've met David plenty times. He's absolutely a sweet man. So he's and he's he works diligently. So oh, who knows? Maybe that'll work out. Because I think yeah. there's people in this country who've who've done so much work and they have to go to the U.S. to get recognized. But yeah, once they become a, a home home brand name there. They come back and people are like, oh my god, you know, like uh, the problem is like people like yourself. You live if you had to, not in rush hour. You can get across the border in about an hour and fifteen easily if you had to. And it, again, not during rush peak times. And <laughs> and for if you're shooting something south of the border, in not we're not talking Mexico here, our American friends. This is we're in a, in the in the states. Your audience is literally ten times bigger. I mean, even if it's a niche audience, you know, if you're doing some culty thing, it's like yeah. But they in, to build a um, a star system here, it's not so that you get recognized just by people around here. Right. Is that you carry that that cachet with you when you well, go anywhere else in the world? Again, um, Shit's Creek, a CBC show. Um, we know all the character actors on Shit's. Like we're so familiar with that with the entire cast and crew and the entire Levy family, and they just they put out six seasons and it blew up stateside. Um, after the sixth season was written, they were going to shoot the st- the sixth season. season Pardon me. That's a hard to say. Shit's she, she, Creek since season. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So I, I think it was Daniel Levy. He was saying, oh, Shit's Creek is blowing up. Is that going to affect how season, your last season goes? He's like, no, I already wrote it. <laughs> like it was already written. It's in the can. It's done. Like yeah. they just got to shoot it. Right. So, it's true. It's yeah. True. And, uh, and uh, same thing with Letterkenny. They're up to season nine. Yeah. And that blew up what season seven, season six. Right, I can, uh, I I can be at that without exaggeration. If I got off my chair now, I could be at the Letterkenny house in seven minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, I, I live. I live. I know. I actually, you know what? I'll get a picture of myself in front of the house. Um, yeah, I literally live in Letterkenny. It's not the name of the city, but where they shoot it, 
that's where I live, folks. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's my hometown. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. So, so home- weird to say that, and it's uh, it's actually down one of the rural streets, and there was yeah, so much that traffic. we are very, very familiar with. <laughs> they said there's so much traffic because they said it's one of the oldest working farms in the country. Yeah, and um, there was so much traffic that they had to put cops to prevent people from just gawking, so they could keep filming. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, well, and so, again, it's it's we live in you know a, a mining town, but it's it's fairly big. It's are the city's big, the greater city of Sudbury's big, but yeah. So basically, our little hometown. Okay, when you're seeing all the scenes of of them in front of the in the bars and in front of the farmhouse, in front of it like that is it. Our city's not called Letterkenny, but that's where Roman and I are from, and yeah. that's where I, I presently am. Yeah, it's based <laughs> off a town called Listowel, where um, yeah. where Jared, Jared, the lead actor, is from. So, um. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, fun. so so there you go. Um, anyways, okay. Yeah, so Star System and all that, and then Kim's Convenience, all that stuff. So, yeah, so it was good to 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 kind of at least have and some- and uh, the star of Kim's Convenience, um, the lead actor. What's his name? Uh, last name is Liu. I forget his first name. Yeah, he's uh, he was on The Mandalorian. Oh no no sorry uh, yeah yeah I was thinking about the younger guy. He's oh, gonna no, be a no. Marvel superhero. No, no, the 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 lead, the, the older the guy Kim there. The, yeah, 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 the older was, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was Paul, on the, the Mandalorian. Paul, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, Paul, blanking on your name, yeah. but uh, yeah, he was on the Mandalorian a couple times. Yep. And yep. Very, very cool. He showed up in a couple other things, and uh, the younger guy, the right. son, is going to be uh, one of the first Asian Marvel superheroes. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so it's going to be it's pretty awesome. All right. That's okay. I mean. That's why we need to start recognizing our talent here because yes, it's like, yes, so we can learn a name again. I'm the I just said it earlier in the show. I'm the yeah, worst. The problem the is, is that when you meet up with somebody who's on a TV series say for ten years and you look at him and you see him in the elevator or something and you go, "Did I go to school with you?" Like, oh, you think you know, I've said this before, but this is good. This is horrible, and I kick myself every time I think about it. When I was down in San Diego, uh, the actor that plays Hodor, yeah. Um, we were walking in front of a hotel. He literally got out of a cab and his arms, like he had, he had his, his suitcase and he had something under his arm and he was struggling. And I was about 20 feet away and he was struggling to get the door. And I'm like, Oh my God, I should. And I was going to run over and get the door, but unironically because I'm Canadian, <laughs> it's what we do. Right. And I'm like, oh. but I was like, is that Hodor? But by the time I realized who it was, my my instinct to grab the door for the guy he already got it open but i'm like oh my god i could have legitimately <laughs> held the door for hodor <laughs> and and you know and because he was you know in bobbling with his suitcases everything i'm like oh i'm such an idiot i will regret that till the day i die like it is just uh, anyway but that's just it. and yeah. and you know the joke you make when you're opening the door for him <laughs> right no but that's that's the that was my point I'm sure everywhere he goes, he hasn't had to open a door in the last six years since that episode came it came out. Yeah, right? no, but you know what? What? What's the line you say to him when you're holding the door for him? Hold, hold no, on. no, 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 no! Don't be that obvious. Come on. I don't know. You're holding the door for him, and he gets out, and you go, "Huh? The irony." <laughs> yes. Well, no. That's the joke. That's the joke. But I would, He was literally. He literally, literally needed somebody to grab the door handle for him. Like, yeah, no, I understand. It, I understand. Completely if unironic. You made, if you would have made the the catch, you know, you, you just you, the joke is everybody's gonna go. Oh, door. But no. I had the immediate like because I'm looking at my daughter. I'm like, oh my god, I miss because he would have been like, oh, thanks, you're grabbing the door. I'm like. No, it's not because you're Hodor. It's because I'm Canadian. We have to. We, <laughs> but again, I was kind of like star—not starstruck, but I was like, 
confused in the moment because it's like, yeah. oh shit, because you're not used to. Yeah, I've been at Comic Cons and I've had, um, uh, oh geez, what's her name there? Uh, Marina Bacharain and um, what's her name? Henstridge, not Henstridge, uh, uh, the, the redhead there from. Uh, from <laughs> Again, names. <laughs> from, from that, uh, I want to say that 50s show from uh, Mad Men. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, okay. We gotta. Uh, yeah. I know exactly. Anyways, yeah, they both ran physically smashed into me. Oh. I had wow. my head turned and I was looking at their booth and they weren't there. I'm like, oh, they're not there. As Christina I'm turning Hendricks? my head, they literally both right? of them. What's that? Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks. That's it. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Well, as I was looking at their empty booth, going, oh, and I'm walking. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, they're not at their booth. Okay. So then I'm thinking in my head, oh, they must have gone for a piss or something. Just as I start to turn my head, wham, they both ran. They're both short ladies. Yeah, yeah. They yes. both ran they like smack into my chest. They both looked at each other like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, no problem. My fault. No, and then I realized like, they're walking away going, oh, shit. <laughs> I saw the little toothless kid there from uh, Stranger Things. I was at a con and I was behind the curtain there. And I, he, he kind of oh, like, yeah. he was getting to his booth there and he walked past me. I'm like, Oh, hey, that's the. Uh, and again, not knowing the first name, it's like I'm not gonna talk to him. Yeah, anyway. it's a it's a French it's a French first yeah. name, and uh, they say it in English. Okay, All right, moving on. All right. Anyway, for enough of us not knowing celebrities' names, I have something to bring up. Uh, what's going around lately? Have you heard of the millennials and Gen Z feuding that's been going on? Or basically, it's Gen Z shitting on millennials. Yeah. Kind of like, um, it's kind of funny because us, Generation X, and the boomers are sitting back watching us laughing. Well, the boomers don't know what's going on. They barely spell boomer anymore. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so um, we're watching, because we're so used to having that that kid brother generation, millennials, and now there's another one. You mean, so now the millennials are trying to flex, like kind of like, when we were like, oh, yeah, do you even know what it's like to live in a world without the internet? Like, like it, to millennials, you mean, but millennials, I think the dates are what is Generation X in ends in what, 83? Yeah. It, Something like that. And then millennials and then Gen Z. So we're well past, we're deep into Gen, Gen X. So we're yeah. firmly planted in Gen X. So here it is millennials. And I think obviously millennials, I think it's 83 to 2000. And anybody born after two thousand, there's a little bit of flexibility in there, but hey, yeah. of course. But so uh, Gen Z, are there. Here's some Twitter things. Okay, I want to read them off to you because I found this on a, on a BuzzFeed thing, and it's just uh, Gen Zers just thrashing millennials, kind of like millennials used to do with us, right? So here, I'm just going to read a few of them off here. Millennials love to say, "I deserve a little treat," while buying basic necessities. Very true, right? Right. Why do millennials love saying, "I was today years old"? Blank, blank, blank. <laughs> and it's it, it, that facts. It checks. Sure. It, it it checks out. And they're not wrong here. Um, millennials love saying, "So I did a thing, girl. You read a Harry Potter book? Go read a Harry Potter book and shut up." <laughs> That's the tweet. <laughs> Go reread a Harry Potter book and shut up. That's what they're saying. So I did a thing. And yeah, again, millennials say that all the time. All right, here's another one. Millennials love referring to overcoming a personal problem as their journey. (laughs) (laughs) That tracks, right? Right. Uh, Sorry, I I I I love these just because I'm on the outside looking in now, and I I just love being a part of it. Okay, millennials always say, "I'm a '90s kid." 
You're not a kid anymore, <laughs> Brian. You're 30 years old. It's time you schedule your own doctor's appointments. <laughs> True, that tracks. Millennials love portrait mode. Again, facts. There's more facts that are being spread here. Millennials love to ask for a recommendation and end it with, and go. <laughs> like everybody is lined up in a race to Google something for them. Hashtag millennials. <laughs> it's true. Like I see this all the time on Facebook. Like, and go. It's like, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> uh, here, I got a few more here. Uh, millennials love to mention Taco Tuesday every fucking week. <laughs> millennials love to say problematic without understanding the problem. <laughs> this is true. Millennials love Disney way too much. These bitches, 28 with matching t-shirts and kids on a leash. Yes, that also checks out. Millennials love reading books titled How to Stop Giving a Shit and Being and Start Being a Fucking Boss. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Millennials do read, read those. Millennials love to keep re referencing SpongeBob like, bro, you're 30. Go watch West Wing. <laughs> Millennials love using reaction gifts. Laugh my ass off. Yes, this, this is correct. Millennials love their gifts. Um, millennials love referring to a customer as a client. A dash of fabricated importance goes a long way. <laughs> They're just roasting these people. Like, millennials love to act like they are woke, critical thinkers just because they don't watch Fox or CNN. That is also true. That tracks as well. Yeah. Millennials love the opportunity to talk about how they don't know what TikTok is to make themselves feel like an adult. <laughs> I mean, well, you you want you're 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 not on TikTok, but you peruse TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, and it's yeah. on the Reels too on Instagram. It's all the same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's basically Gen X was bored during the uh, pandemic. Yes, right. So we basically took over. Now the millennials have jumped in after us, but majority of us are Gen Xers just taking over and just doing what we want. We don't yeah, give a shit. It's just laming it up like real yeah. hard, right? We know that the generation in front of us never gave a fuck about us. That's why we're all latchkey kids. Yeah. And the generation af after us never followed any rules yeah. because we had to follow rules and they were like, man, we're not going to follow any rules. And yeah. so we, we were restricted and told we couldn't do all kinds of stuff. So we do shit on our own now. Nobody tells us what to do. We don't care. We right. know nobody gives a shit on either side. Exactly. So we've always been independent. Our millennials they cared of what you know boomers think because they went after boomers and now Gen Z went after boomers. None yeah, millennials. Yeah, millennials they did. Eh? They came up with the boomer. Hey, okay, yeah, okay, and boomer. Gen Zs did it too. Gen Zs yeah. were were the big ones that were going after them. Millennials are just malicious. Listen, no, to this. Yeah. no, I think it was Gen Z. Really, that was we we kept saying millennials, but yeah, yeah. millennials had to correct us and go, "It's not us. It's yeah. the next one." That's right. Yes, and that's what that's what I'm saying too. It's this big war. It's like no millennials are staying pretty quiet. It's the Gen Z that are just leaning in. Listen to this. Millennials love reposting TikToks on Instagram. That is also true. <laughs> Why are millennials so obsessed with pasta and pizza? Like, sure, they they slap, but you're allowed to have other personal traits. Yeah, that's, uh, they're okay. Gen Z, your, your grammar again. I have we have to plot twist. All the Gen Z quote unquote dragging millennials on Twitter are are in fact millennials dragging themselves because we know how much millennials love to self deprecate. <laughs> 
<laughs> millennials love to say sexy time. This is also true. Yippee, millennials love to make their dogs Instagrams and write captions like the dog is, is doing the damn typing. This is also true. Millennials love posting memes and using 10 hashtags under the pics. Laugh my ass off. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it's like, come on. Millennials love listening to podcasts that make them go, ugh, that's so fucked up every five minutes. Including this one. <laughs> yeah, it have to be this one. Yes. Millennials love telling people they are back on Facebook. <laughs> they're they're on Facebook back when they had a have a college email. Okay. Why do millennials love the word adulting so much? Older millennials love to tell people in their twenties things like you probably don't know what a VCR is. Millennials love cheese boards unlike any other generation before. Someone please explain to me why millennials love air purifiers. <laughs> millennials love grainy photographs of celebrities smoking cigarettes in the 90s. Millennials love saying how people win things like win the internet and win Twitter. <laughs> this is so true. Millennials love saying the word booty. Older millennials love Kate McKinnon a little too much and it scares me. Why do millennials love telling people how much they hate the word moist? And millennials love bar carts. This is true. Millennials love saying, right? Every 10 words when explaining something. Why do millennials love air fryers so much? Millennials love talking about their favorite 90s cartoon as if anyone cares. Gen Z, you're genius. I love it. Kudos. Now, I sent you a video of uh, a teacher speaking to some Gen Zs. Yes. And he was like, uh, who was Helen Keller? And the response was what? He's that Nazi guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? what? Who, Hitler? No. Helen Keller Helen... was a man. Yes. And he what? was a Nazi. You, you mean Hitler? She's like, who's that? And then they come, they come up with some other thing saying like, oh, that's the guy who invented popcorn. Like, it's just the fucking stupidest. And yeah. then tell him how to text that if you use capital letters in front of each sentence, you're, you're, you're a millennial or you're a Gen Z. You're old. Yeah. Right, right now they use no caps. They use nope. no punctuation. Yeah, none of those. Not, you know, none of that was punctuated. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand. I really don't. It's like this is here. Like, um, um, Rich, was it Richard Crenna, the comedian? He had, um, he had the best expression. He says, he says, uh, punctuation matters, right? Yes. So A and E, he was the spokesperson for A and E, and A and E's slogan was, "It's time well wasted." Yeah. You know that was their slogan. It was like right. saying, "Yeah, you're wasting time, but it's fun, right? Yeah, it's exactly. time." Well, well wasted. wasted, yeah. He goes, or he says, if you, uh, you know, remove fluctuation, so like it's time, well, wasted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it matters. And also, too, it drives, I, and I hear this on podcasts, audiobooks. Um, when people say, um, if I were say, I always say Roman and I instead of me and Roman, like, because I just was, was, Train as a kid, proper, you always say proper English. proper English. You say the 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 person you're with first instead of because if you, if I say me and Roman, me and Roman this, and me and Roman that, or, it sounds like it's me. But if you say Roman and I, it it makes it has a different connotation to it. it has uh, and 
five to hear one more fucking person say, oh, yeah, I was, uh, this shirt was so scratchy. I was itching myself. You don't itch yourself, you fucking moron. No, you scratch yourself. Yeah, you, you scratch yourself. You are itchy. Yes. You scratch yourself. You don't itch yourself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I swear to God, I, oh, God, I was itching myself. I was. I hear it all the time. It's like, for the love of God, smarten the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> another one that I saw that made me laugh. Good go on. Gen Z. Yes. He said, what time is a quarter after 10? Oh, yeah. 90% of them answered, uh, 1025. Texas? <laughs> is it 1025? Oh, uh, yeah, because quarter. Yeah. 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 I saw I saw one of them, a Gen Z complaining pieces yeah. Yeah. with money. Yeah, I know, but I saw one com- I saw one complaining that how come an hour isn't a hundred minutes long and how come money's not like a dollar's not sixty cents. It like comp- you know, confusing again, money and time like, oh my Good fucking God. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, do you want to give some unsolicited advice before we fucking get out of here? <laughs> yeah, I think we just did. Yes. Okay. Well, here's some more for you. Okay. And a quarter and it, after, by the way, kids, it's 10 15. Yes. It's a quarter of the hour, not a quarter in your pocket. Yes. Again, time and money is hard. Roman, come on, please. <laughs> All right. So, so Roman and I are going to give some unsolicited advice in a second here. Here it is. I am looking for some advice. Well, we come to the right place. How do I tell my husband I'm not happy anymore and I have fallen out of love with him? Long story short, we've been together since I was 17, married, 27 years, two children. I was the one, I was the one who cheated and he found out. One of the men I one of the men I cheated with became very close. Um, a friend and I find myself wanting to spend time with him more than my husband because I don't see my husband in the same light anymore. I cheated just for the sex, but the man has become more than a friend to me. I am very confused. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. No, I know. I know I do not expect to have a future or any relationship with this other man as I am not in love with him, but I'm also struggling with the fact that he has shown me that my husband does not make me happy and I don't think I'm in love with him either. What do I do? This is fucking oh simple. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Look, you're not confused about, oh, I love this guy and I kind of like that guy and I don't love my husband, but I have my kids. What you're confused about is I'm going to be the bad guy and I want to figure out how not to be the bad guy so that I could have what I want. Yes. And also, too, not being the bad guy looks really fucking good in court. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's she's she's trying to. She's like, I'm so confused. No, you want out of the marriage. It's yeah. that simple. Of course, yeah. and, and you know what? That's that happens. And there's nothing. Nobody should spend the rest of their life with somebody if they're unhappy. Yeah, and I've heard people say that uh, the marriage contract should be renewed every every five, five to seven yeah. years. You sit down and just basically say like, you want to keep doing this and this. Okay, yeah. And then <laughs> once your contract runs out. If they decide, no, you know what? I don't want to continue. Well, contract's null and void. You're not hey, let's let's keep that to ourselves. I'm <laughs> going to have my seventh wedding anniversary this seven years already. Yeah. That's fine. Imagine. I'll contact Nicole. I don't know. Yeah, I tell her. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> are you good to renew or do you want to? Yeah. Next thing, is, next thing you know, when you see us recording, she, Roman, Roman's in the flannel beaver studio. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so the, um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, hi, this is Roman. I'm the new daddy. uh, no well look she answered all her questions right clearly what her problem was she answered what the the thing was is that she's not happy she wants to leave him but 
but I'm so what are you confused about? You literally just said you're not happy. You want to leave. Yeah. I cheated on him here and I cheated on him there. Blah, blah, blah. You're only sticking around because you don't want people to think you're the bad person. They already think you're the bad person, yes. by the way. Yeah. You know, if, if they already know about the cheating. Yeah. But if, even if you leave, you're like, well, I'm not, I don't want to leave him for another guy. I just want to uh, leave him, but I want to spend more time with the other person. Then yes. don't, then don't treat him like dirt. Yeah. Speak to him and say, like, well, I'm going to lose my house. Yes. That's, that's what happens. Yeah. Oh, I, I know, I know something similar. There was, I knew a couple and one of them was like, okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I want a divorce. I want to, uh, I want, pardon me. My phone's going off. Uh, I want to, uh, yeah, I don't want to be with my husband anymore. Um, you mean he can move out and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I just want to be single and awesome. They had two kids. I just want to take care of the kids. And he's, she approaches him and he's like, Hey, I'm not happy anymore. And he was the, the sole breadwinner. Right. And not that that matters, but he's, he's like, I'm not happy anymore. I don't want to be married. He's, he's like, okay. Um, come by every second weekend, see the kids. She's like, well, what? Well, yeah, you're leaving. I'm keeping the house and the kids. That's how it works when you leave. Oh, and she it never dawned on her that he would not be the one leaving. She thought, oh, I'm going to stay in the house and I'll get my alimony child support and I'll keep the kids and he'll come visit. Like, but it never dawned on her. It's like, okay, you want to leave? Go leave. Of course, she ended up staying and they worked it out, thankfully. But yeah, it was a real wake-up call, which is basic. It's, it's ridiculous, people. And it, that can go both ways. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. These days, marriages, especially, I don't know if it's younger people, but they're just kind of like everything's disposable. Yep. You know, so... It's like uh, to the younger men, you might not think this is romantic, but I'll tell you now from from experience of of friends who've been through it. Right. Uh, yeah, prenup. Yeah, yeah, sure. You walk in the relationship saying like, "This is what I had. This is what you had." Right. Especially if you're a little older. Yeah. And when we leave, I'm leaving with the exact this exact thing, and you're leaving with that thing, and then everything we built together, we can split. Sounds good. Yeah, you don't get to have the. My whole, uh, if I own an apartment building, you don't get to have that because we ended up by boinking for a couple of years. Yeah. And you decided to leave. You're like, oh, I'm going to take half your apartment with me. Your pussy ain't worth that much. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Just because you suck Roman's dick does not make you a third owner of the Roman podcast. I mean, you can't try, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can try, of course. Yeah. You, can, you know what? Yeah, you can be a third, third party on the Roman podcast. No problem. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like, you don't get to show up in, in like a tornado and take half my shit because... You know, because we're we were together. So, yeah. Oh, but I, I'm used to a lifestyle now. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, I'll sell everything before I meet you. <laughs> now, you, you <laughs> used to your lifestyle. I'm like you used to a lifestyle. What you like podcasts and Star Wars? Sweet. <laughs> you know, oh, to a certain level of lifestyle. It's just like. There, don't get me wrong. This, uh, that's not. I mean, we're not painting every woman like that. We no, know of course not. Women who are just like, I just want to get the fuck out of there. I don't want anything of his. Like, there's plenty of women like that. Of course, you know. But there's plenty of women the other way too. Yes, exactly. We you know, lost so, examples. And, and because most of the income has been generated by men who, who usually make more money overall, which is what field yeah. they're in. Yeah, uh, they do. Which is right. yeah. But now that I've seen a lot of, um, it was funny to me because it was these a group of really rich women were getting together and they were trying to lobby the government to end alimony because now that they're making more money, they have to pay their no good ex-husbands <laughs> yeah. who sit on the couch all day and like, he does nothing. 
Yeah, the actor. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's been yeah. going on for the last 60 years for men. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so literally yeah. see our money go into your 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 uh they're like, hey, wait a second. Your retirement savings accounts and and you know it's Oh like, hey, just ask, ask Tom Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> and Roseanne Barr, like he <laughs> anyway, we gotta get out of here. Uh let me take care of the housekeeping real quick before we take off. Uh this the socials for the show at Roman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh I am at Robert MMcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Roman LeBeau. He is the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram. RomanPodcast.com for all your uh, Roman Podcast merch needs. The networks are on EMC Podcast Network, the Tangible Network, and we're also endorsed by Mostly 14. I implore you to Google all three of those places for excellent podcast content. Tasty dudes, you want to send them the Roman? You know, you might get half a shit. So, you mean, send them uh, romanpodcast at gmail.com. Tasteful nudes, I'm a happily married man. I will happily look at your tasteful nude as long as you're tasteful. Same address, care Rob, romanpodcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, the review reach around. If you would like to give Roman or Rob a review reach around, give us a star rating or review. We call it the review reach around. That's right. That's a five star. It's a quarter of an hour, not a quarter of a dollar. Reach around. Quarter dollar reach round right here, folks. Until next week, I'm Rob Cast. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. Hi, this is Mark. Congratulations. You have found this amazingly awesome show. Chances are you're listening to it right now on whether it's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or some other mobile app that allows you to stream this amazingly awesome show to your ear holes. And I can't stress how awesomely amazing the show really is but did you know that you can also catch the latest episode of this show on the Tangibound Network that's right go check out tangiboundnetwork.com you can look them up and you can listen to it right there it's even mobile friendly what more could you ask for which means you can pull it up on your iPhone or your Android even your Windows phone yeah who has one of those but still point remains you can do it you can do it Check it out. TangibleNetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time.